Hello and welcome to Let It Be, a podcast about less doing and more being. This is episode 32. I love the topic we're going to talk about today because it reflects a change in mentality I made a few years ago. Um, And that topic is going fast to go slow. And that it's something that's really paid off for me when it comes to, you know, this whole concept of doing less and being more. Um, But I just want to get you to explain kind of your take on the concept for our our listeners because I know where I'm coming from with regard to this kind of thinking, but I am... Very keen to hear your angle on it. Hmm, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me it's tied very closely to the idea of tilting, which I talk about quite a lot, where rather than aiming for work, like work-life balance or even just life balance, where, you know, everything is evenly weighted across all areas of life at all times, you, you choose actively to tilt quite heavily into whatever needs your attention at that moment. Yeah. And you really just put yourself completely all into whatever it is that needs you, be that your kids or your family or your friends or your work or your home, and you're all in, and then when you're done or when something else requires you, then you're all out and you, you tilt into the next area of life. So for me, it's it going fast in order to go slow is, is really closely related to that. So I, we've prioritised slow in our, um, in our life, for example, and slow can mean a whole heap of different things in a whole heap of areas, but in this instance, you know, it's just taking time and not rushing and being intentional in how we spend our time. So I will tilt into getting things done, you know, and I will kind of forward... Stack, I guess. What's that term? Where you kind of front load. Yes, front yes. load. Like I front load my work or front load the housework and you know, all those other things so that when the time comes to be able to slow down on the weekend, for example, we can. Because I like I might have worked my butt off during the week so that we can take time on the weekends. Uh, and like that's just one area that it, it applies to. But for me it's the idea of kind of pushing when you can and when you need to so that you can enjoy the time uh, that, you know, that, that you want to be able to enjoy. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely, because that, it's very similar to what I do. So I kind of approach it on a more micro level, which is like during the day I kind of – so I, I work the school day as much as possible, so 9.30-ish to 2.30-ish. So I – like I go head down, bum up for those five hours each working day, but I do that so that outside of nine thirty to two thirty, I've got time to move more slowly, mm-hmm. um, and I really, I guess, appreciate doing that now because back in the day, you know, I need to go back six years to find the days where literally every minute of my day was scheduled, like. There, there was no buffer time. There was no what I call white space, um, no what you call margin in my days at all. Like every literal single minute had been allocated before I got there. So as you can imagine, it didn't take much 
to derail mm. my days. You know, I only needed one person to send me an email that took me 10 minutes to answer and then bang, I, I was stuffed. Um, so these days my life just looks so much different. So even though I have got these really hardcore, busy, full-on pockets in my day, outside of those pockets is time where I do get to move slowly and I really take that time um, and it's taken a long time to to resist the urge to fill those spaces because um, that's my personality type it's like oh there's a pocket of time what can I fill it with you know what you know all these ideas that I've got in my head now I can do one of those things and of course it's taken a lot of getting that wrong to be able to now go, okay, as tempting as it is to fill that space with time. So as tempting as it is to have half an hour in the morning and, you know, you know that you can put on a load of washing, hang out that load of washing, prep dinner for tonight, um, do a tidy of the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. Like as tempting as it is to fill that, you know, those space that I have in the morning each day, I really may have to mandate to myself that no, all you get to do in, say, the half hour between 7.30 and 8 o'clock is have a shower and do a general tidy mm. of the living area. Like That's all you can do, Kelly. That's that's it. And and then kind of mandating to that to myself, it just makes sure that I have that go slow period so that when I get, you know, when I get home from school drop off and I sit down at my desk at 9.30, I'm not kind of in that hyper aroused. I've already been going full, you know, full ball for the last three hours and now let's try and sit down and do five hours of work kind of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think, I think you're yeah. right. Like there's, a, there's a, my, there's, <laughs> there's two parts to it. Like, yes, you do the work and you, you, like in your instance, you block out that time and you go hell for leather for those five hours. But then there's also like the flip side of it, which is quite fiercely protecting those pockets as well, because otherwise it can just spread until yeah. the things that you're working hard to achieve in this instance, those pockets of slow, they like they go, they just fritter away until you look around and you know, you've been going like, like the clappers for like the clappers. <laughs> no, but that's the term. I know, but- <laughs> Very Aussie term. <laughs> Such an Australian <laughs> Shout out to all our American listeners. You're going to have to Google that one. Wow. Like, that's a weird thing for me to have said. Oh, helpful ever like the clappers. Old timey country shearing, shearing shed lingo. You from the country. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, but anyway, train of thought derailed by my Australian lingo, but I'm sure you get what I'm saying, Sheila. <laughs> Sorry, I lost the flow as well. Um, um, but, yeah, no, I remember la- I think it was last year I put this thing. It, the thought occurred to me so I immediately kind of made a thing out of it and put it on Instagram because um, that's what you do <laughs> when you're a writer and you have what you think is a clever thought. Um, this is poignant. I need to share it. <laughs> I need validation. Yes, Kelly, you are so clever. Um, but, yeah, it was a thought that um, – because this is, I guess, what I was observing in a lot of people at the time and, and certainly reflected my own behaviour in the past. And it was where if you have to be ridiculously efficient every single minute of your day, you've probably got too much on. <laughs> and it's so quite, true though. Yeah, and a, quite a few people like responded with, oh, my God, oh, my God. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. Because when I thought of it, I was like, yeah, this used to be me. Like I really prided myself on my efficiency and my ability to get so much done. But it was kind of like this never-ending cycle of the more efficient I was, the more I could get done. But the more I could get done, the more I was tempted to do and the more I did, the more efficient I had to be. And then round and round we, you know, round and round I went and to the point where it was just, yeah, it, it got to the point of absurdity. Um, and that's kind of where like, I had my revelation of, you know, it's all this rushing that's making me feel frantic and that's how I kind of ended up writing a blog called A Life Less Frantic because I was like, all right, how do I remove this constant, constant rushing from my day because here's the thing, like I do like to be busy. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I do like to have a bit going on, you know, and I, I don't know if there's no right or wrong in this no, matter. Some people like to be busy. Some people, I actually don't know too many people who don't like being busy. It must be just who I hang out with. Um, but yeah, and again, I've spoken about this in other podcasts where we, we can kind of choose to fight against these aspects of our personality and say, oh, this is a bad aspect of my personality. I need to stamp it out. Or we can just find a way to manage it and work with it. And so, yeah, so this con- this whole concept of going, f- you know, having pockets of going fast, buffered by pockets of going slow within my day and also within my week, this is what's allowed me to be busy at a level that I like to be busy but not overwhelmed. And I guess that's the kind of, that's the line, isn't it? It's, I don't think busy is bad. No, not at all. But I do think constant overwhelm is yep. not a desirable state to be in yeah i find myself like i i'm i kind of sway between your approach um and the opposite of your approach. like i'm i'm not a particularly efficient person um never have been but i love a deadline and i like i perform quite well with a deadline to the You're point where I do. Like, Not I a do. bad thing. No, bad look, it, it, again, it is who I am and I, I figure I may as well run with it. Um, but um, I had to figure out that it was okay for me to not be efficient. If that, like, Yeah, totally. Because I can still look back at a week or a day or a month or a year and say, well, I got heaps of stuff done. And, you know, I wrote this thing and I did this thing and I made this thing. And... That feels good, but I, it took me a long time to to say to, to kind of I don't know dress it up in a way that made me feel good about it <laughs> because I'm not like what you would call traditionally efficient. Like, <laughs> I dilly and I dally. <laughs> and this is this is a big thing, isn't it? I, I do think it's worth exploring the fact that we all think that there's a right and a wrong way of going about things. When really, does it matter? Like. No. You know, it, it matters if we're, yeah, if we're constantly overwhelmed. So if, because, uh, you know, I've got friends who, um, you know, it's a P thing. It's this perceiver thing that where you guys um, are go with the flow kind of people. You're happy to wing it through the day. Um, so that sometimes puts you under pressure, this desire to wing it. But your way of doing things as long as you're fine with it and it's not ruining your life, which I don't know any perceiver friend of mine for whom they're perceiving is ruining their life, um, 
then it works and the, the way that you guys get things done is just different to how people like me get things done and we all get there in the end and, yeah, my way isn't better. Yeah, I might look at your way and go, oh, my God, like I just couldn't do it. I, I just She's need to. crazy. <laughs> I just need to have my days planned out and you know, I need to know what I'm going to get done and I just get it done. Um, whereas, you know, it doesn't bother you guys to do it in the way that you do it and I just think they're equally effective ways. And so, yeah, I think it's we've got to be careful to not look at the way that other people do things and think, oh, they're what, you know, that's the way I should be doing it. I do really um, favour this thing of, know how your brain works and then work with your brain to get the best out of it. Mm. Um, and, yeah, and I just I love that we are so different in that regard, yet we tend to end up in the same – we always end up in the same place at yeah. the end. We've just found our own way there. And I think it's – I find it so interesting and really cool and it's a good reminder to me as well because um, my personality type just – tends to just think, can't understand why people just don't do things the way we do because clearly the way that we do things is the best way. <laughs> um, and it's been such a good um, exercise for me to watch how people like you work and go, look at that. Like we, we do end up in the same place at the end um, and we end up there because we've kind of embraced and honoured our individual ways of going about things. And I think like so the topic of this podcast is, you know, going fast to go go slow. Like you've got different ways of going fast and going slow than I do. But I guess the uh, ultimate goal of it all is just to reduce that feeling of constant overwhelm. Yeah, exactly. To have those pockets, you know, I fight quite hard for those pockets. Like, it, again, it looks different to the way that, that you structure things in order to get those pockets. And I probably look at things from a more 10,000-foot view yeah. rather than like a, you know. <laughs> Two-foot view. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on the ground. Like my nose is down there going, what? where I'm can I put them? eye of you. <laughs> But I think it's also like to look at the the issue of fast versus slow in a wider sense too. Like I, I really love the, the like I said, the pressure of a deadline and I love going fast and I'm actually quite impatient in a lot of ways and Ben's listening to this as he's editing. Oh, yes, she really is insanely impatient. Uh, you know, so I think that that's like that's okay too because I think the re- one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this is because people often comment to me, like things you're that, not doing slow right Brooke yeah like, but people but then people also assume that you know I'm slow all the time and kind of floating around in this bubble of, of like <laughs> slow like meditative bliss like uh, no <laughs> for me it's more like a you know like I said front loading that work so for example talking about um you know running the house like housekeeping and stuff like that I make sure that I front load that work um of getting like maybe 20 minutes of housework done most days so on the weekends we just don't have to do much if anything because i value the time that we get together uh on the weekends you know we either have friends over or we go and do something or we go on an adventure or we go and watch the kids play sport i really value those things so you know it's to me it's perfectly acceptable to kind of feel that pressure during the week of getting all of my work done by Friday lunchtime so that I can go into the weekend feeling free, you know. And so if you were talking to me at 
10 a.m. on a Friday morning, I might be pressured. I might be kind of under the pump, but that's okay because I'm doing it, first of all, intentionally and and choosing actively to do that. But it's also so that I can protect that time that, you know, that means so much to me. Yeah. And then the the key word here, as it always is with us, is intentional. And it's, yeah, it's making these decisions about how we're using our time in aid of how we're going to spend our time later and that's what I really love about that kind of intentional mindset is like right yes I know that if I do this thing I'm going to be really really under the pump for that whole day but yes come the weekend or come this five-day break that I'm taking I'm actually going to be able to take that five-day break so like my family um we just went to Bali for five days and the lead up to that was completely, completely mental. But when we were in Bali, I had five days where I cracked open my computer once, mm. I think, which was, you know, which for me is I, I can't even remember the last time I didn't have to crack open my computer um, every single day for at least an hour. And, yeah, it was just it was just blissful, you know, it was there if it was an emergency, but everything was so under control that I really was able, I slept, I lay by the pool, my kids just had the best time and yeah, it was really a really lovely time. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to have that lovely time if I hadn't been kind of hell for leather in like the, the kind of, yeah, like the clappers in those days leading into it. That said, though, um, my husband took a different approach to it. So he um, didn't do that kind of full ball, you know, head down, bum up thing for the, you know, the few weeks leading into it. So he did each day, he went off to the business center and did like two or three hours work, which kind of people were going, oh, this is not much of a holiday, is it? But I was thinking, well... He's gone off to do two, three hours work. But then, you know, at like 11 or 12 o'clock, he comes to the pool and then he's in the pool till six o'clock, <laughs> at which point we then go off to the bar and at which point we then go off and have dinner. You and had a horrible time. Yeah, it was awful, you yeah. know, terrible weather. Oh, yeah. God, it was so nice being warm. It's been such a cold winter in Perth. <laughs> Sorry to complain about cold. That's such a lame thing to do, but... I have to tell you, like, where we live in Perth, people don't think it gets cold Um, and neither do the people who live in Perth think it gets cold. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been living here for 30 years and every winter I'm still surprised when it's freezing (laughs) and I think it's appropriate to go outside wearing, you know, a light kind of long sleeve T-shirt and, you know, it gets to zero here. Um, so, yeah, it was just so lovely to be in a warm place where you didn't have to wear much clothes. And, um, yeah, so, but like I said, you know, uh, my husband and I took very two very different approaches to that holiday, but we both got an equal amount of relaxation out of it. So, you know, it, it's that whole intention thing of, like, setting the intention. Like, So he knew from before we even left. He said, when I go, this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be going taking two to three hours each morning to do work but then once I close my computer after those two, three hours, that's it for me for the day I'm sorted and I can relax and just chill out for the whole rest of the day. Like other people might go, look, I'm going, but I'm going to have my phone with me everywhere I go and keep, you know, and just keep checking my phone all day. So it's just like, you know, 
be intentional about these decisions that you're making um, and just do the thing that works for you. Exactly. But, so for me, yeah. like those pockets of slow, like I get a lot more benefit from them if, like you, I could go away for five days and not have to open my computer. That to me is like maximizing benefit. That's a priority for me because I know that I get so much from that. Yeah. Whereas like Ant or I think Ben in some situations would be similar that he found just as much benefit from that time, you know, in the afternoon through to the evening of just relaxing and not having to worry about it because he'd done what he needed to do already, you know. And I think it's just figuring out what works for you given the circumstances you find yourself in too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let It Be. If you want to connect with Kelly or myself, you can find us on social media. Kelly is at Kelly Exeter on Twitter. And on Facebook, if you search for A Life Less Frantic, you will find her there. And on uh, Twitter, I'm at Brooke McCallery. And on Facebook, I'm at Slow Your Home. And uh, if you wanted to either reach out to us on Twitter, you can use hashtag Let It Be Pod. Or uh, head over to letitbe.fm and you can find our show notes and other information about the show. And finally, if you wanted or felt, you know, the desire to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, that would be wonderful. And, um, you know, we, we read them all and we appreciate you taking the time to listen and then uh, tell us what you think. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, podcast.